Yo baby witches, what's up? It's your favorite producer, Marcel, here. We're unlocking this special episode from our Vaults of the Obscure COVIDween Halloween 2020. Just a little treat for you all. This is the kind of dope material that our Patreon witches are receiving twice a month. We've actually got a nice backlog there, so check it out at the $5 level and up. Also, our fundraiser is in full swing. We're raising money for Black Girls Code for the month of October. Every dollar you donate is that many chances to win a 30-minute Skype slash zoom tarot session with alicia and tara they had a great time last year so check out our link in the show notes or our posts on social media lastly we've got new merch on t public get yourself a beautiful artemis notebook and your sweater for the cold season it's basically here in new york go ahead and check it out also a link in the show notes for you and we just want to thank you guys all for everything really appreciate it we see all the posts the messages the emails all the love the reviews you guys are amazing keep it up keep telling people about the show the only way we get this show out to other people is through word of mouth we haven't paid for any ads and it's really just worked well for us and we want to keep it going that way but thank you guys so much we hope you enjoy this episode have a safe october safe halloween safe month thank you guys and we'll see you welcome to vaults of the obscure by which, yes, I'm Alicia Herder. And I'm Tara Keck. Perfect. Since Halloween is coming up, we're going to talk about Halloween in COVID-19 time. Hello, we are the experts. What does this mean? I don't really know. I don't really know. So I was thinking... To know about what Halloween and COVID-19 era would be, we should look into the past. That's So we're going in the time machine. Mm-hmm. Alicia's closed the door. It's pressurized. Yeah. She goes over it. There's a big lever. There's two big levers. Should I put a spacesuit on? Yes. Right okay. now I'm naked. Zip. 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 Okay. And there's two levers and one says go back in time and then the other one just has a big skull on it. I'm going to do both. <laughs> and here we are. Guess what? It's the influenza pandemic of 1918. Both of those levers were very accurate. <laughs> so if we look at the last pandemic in history, the 1918 pandemic, you can find like a few articles about how that pandemic kind of decimated Halloween that year, which is probably not what people were hoping to hear. I kind of figured it'd be since, I mean, there were newspapers, but there wasn't TV really. There wasn't really radio yet. So I feel like the information about the influenza would be a lot more scarce that maybe people would just do everything Mm -hmm. that they're doing and just some people happen to die a lot of people just happen to die Mm -hmm. that is not the case people read the newspaper back then if they could read if they could read so a santa barbara california paper wrote flu puts quietus on even decorous revelry in celebration of Halloween. Okay, Benjamin. I know, right? The Board of Health has issued orders forbidding ghosts to walk or congregate on Halloween this year, owing to the prevalence of the Spanish influenza. Which, of course, that's a little racist, but... Yeah. It was 1918, you guys. Like, everything was racist. Like, this is just historically accurate. This is, yeah. The 1918 pandemic had a first wave of infection that started in March of 1918... 
very similar that it started in Mars. Oh, what is that about? I don't know. That's weird. But then had an even deadlier second wave starting in September of that year with October 1918 as the month with the highest fatality rate of the whole pandemic. It's like right now. Guys, 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 start the podcast. History repeats. This is why history should be taught in schools correctly. So this pandemic, the 1918 one, actually led the way for the zombie mythos to take off. Fun fact. What? Yeah. So the United States alone had lost more people in the pandemic than it lost in all the 20th and 21st century wars combined, which is crazy. What the fuck? And Philadelphia specifically suffered the highest mortality rate of any U.S. city. And the side effects of contracting this strand of H1N1 included massive bleeding from the nose, mouth, and ears, damage to the nervous and respiratory systems, and it could cause violent derangement, delirium, and in its aftermath, profound lethargy and suicidal depression. So this is a lot, this... So this is spooky shit. This is the intensity. (laughs) I'm over here like, oh, well, if they could do it, we could do it. And now looking at the symptoms of this horrifying nightmare, I really feel like we should be getting it together by now. Yeah, at least we're not bleeding through our fucking ears. Ugh ear blood that'd be so gross mm. also then it's like you're bleeding from your ear so your ear is probably sore and then how do you sleep because I that's can't... what i was thinking just like the bloody pillowcase yeah. from my ears bleeding and my nose bleeding and if god forbid i can't breathe through my nose i have my mouth open and my mouth's bleeding as well <laughs> like you're just carry. oh my god it's just a fucking mess so with stores shut down bodies in the street ran out of coffins obviously that was going to happen and the need to organize mass graves for the bodies. So they're just like making mass graves, putting whatever bodies in these graves. Oh my God. This created the fear of the zombie and it's like prevalence in our Halloween culture. And which is now, of course, a staple of Halloween today. Yeah. And so it'll be really interesting, I think, to see how this current pandemic that we're all living through will affect the spooky and macabre zeitgeist of like, future generations of halloween oh that'd be so great like everybody gets really into face masks doctors yeah (laughs) everyone's a doctor for halloween spooky surgeons maybe that'd be cute if people were like i'm a first responder or little grocery workers for halloween oh cute that would be so cute so that's the history and just looking at this is september right now so looking at what's coming up next How does it look like we're going to fare in the next two months? Well, I don't got a lot of data on. (laughs) (laughs) Data or optimism. Or optimism. But it seems that for some people, mainly businesses, life is not great. Yeah, yeah. But that communities are doing their best to find ways to make this Halloween happen. So Disney, Sleepy Hollow, and Salem are all basically trying to figure out how to unfuck themselves. <laughs> because the fucking, the city of Salem, Massachusetts claims that 30% of its revenue comes from the spooky season and that many of its longstanding businesses rely on that money to make it through the winter months because winter in Massachusetts? Oof. Awful. Awful. As of right now, the state of Massachusetts is only allowing indoor gatherings up to 10 people and outdoor gatherings up to 100. And we were in those like spooky shops in Salem. 10 people feels already like it's the max for yeah. some of those. Because yeah. there were way more than 10 people in those shops. And it was tight. It's super tight. So it's like I'm even like 
is 10 people too much when you're literally like you can't get past each other in some of these little alcoves there some of these shops are like as big as my bedroom yeah Knott's Berry Farm and Disney canceled their Halloween events like basically right out. That was good. Well, yes, it is. That was very good. (laughs) It is very good and it is important. Bad for them. Bad for them. Very good. So, and I also don't know, I'm like, because at Disney World they're doing like the NBA stuff. So I'm Mm. like, do you need that revenue when all of the basketballs are there? All (laughs) <laughs> they don't use currency anymore. They exchange <laughs> goods with basketballs. It's basketballs and like those sweatbands you wear on your wrist. LeBron James touched this basketball. <laughs> How much food can I buy with it? <laughs> you can buy eight sushi platters. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> but it seems to me mm-hmm. that most cities across the country have decided that for the children, mm-hmm. Halloween has to happen. Okay. I mean, the children are having a hard time, to be fair. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're going to online school. Your parents are getting divorced because they've never spent this much time together. (laughs) And they've never wanted to. They never wanted to. That's why they had you. (laughs) Yeah. But basically, the idea is that it's important for our brains and our hearts to be able to celebrate when things are like at their worst. Mm -hmm. And people online have already put together all of these cool, spooky alternatives. Oh, good. So I was going to share some of those with you because... Some of them are cute. I'm so excited. So here's some ideas for celebrating safely. I don't know if you guys have seen this on Instagram yet, but it's all over the internet. These Halloween face masks and face shields. I have not seen these yet. So online retailers have started rolling out these face shields and masks designed to add to child's costumes. You can find transparent face shields that turn into a pirate or like into a little skeleton or a princess with a crown. So is it like painted on the face mask or do you do whatever on your face and you just wear the face mask no so it's painted on the face mask okay got it and i'm sure it's not painted i'm sure it's like some kind of vinyl or whatever they put on there the important part of selecting a mask for your child or yourself is making sure that it adheres to the cdc guidelines okay so thin fabric like those found on spandex full body suits Mm -hmm. those are too thin and porous So you would have to put that on and then wear another mask on top of it or underneath it, I guess, depending. I'd be so comfy, though, trick-or-treating. I always get so cold if I'm, like, Mm -hmm. fully covered and with an extra layer. It sounds like a dream to me, honestly. When you went Halloween, like, Mm trick-or-treating, and you were picking your outfit, Mm -hmm. were you always kind of like, okay, so this is what I'm going to wear, but I'm also going to have to wear a big coat on top of it because I live in Indiana? Always. There's also another part of it that's like, but I'm running around with candy, and so now I'm getting really hot, but in specific areas. Mm-hmm. So it was always kind of a... Just madly inconvenient, honestly. It's not the best time. No. I would prefer maybe an early October. Yeah. I think my last trick-or-treating Halloween costume was pirate-based, so it had like the long sleeve blouse kind of thing, and I think I wore pants with it. But that was probably the only year where it was like... I am covered up and I am warm. (laughs) I am warm. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. That's sort of how costumes are going these days is um, people are working around them. But you also have to make sure that you're not making any assumptions about how safe you are. So always be checking whether or not the guidelines that the government has given us are adhered to in your costume. Okay. Also, so number two. Number two. Have you all heard of booing? No. Okay, so my family has been doing this since I was little, Uh and it's one of my favorite traditions. It's kind of like the opposite of trick-or-treating, and it's pretty contained, which makes me feel like it's good for, like, pandemic life. Basically, you choose 
three targets in your neighborhood, your apartment building, your dorm building, and fill three baggies with little goodies. It can be like candy, it can be alcohol, it can be like little toys, mm. decorations, spooky decorations. And then in the dead of night, you like sneak up to their house and you leave it on the porch and then you tack a big sign on it that says, you've been booed. Okay. So then they wake up in the morning, they're like, we've been booed! And they get all these like goodies and stuff like that. And then on the back of the sign, it says these instructions, which are basically like, you've been booed and now you have to find, it's like you know, chainmail rules. You have to find three other people. Chainmail rules. <laughs> and then you keep the booed sign on your door because once you've been booed, you can't get booed again. Oh, I see. I see. That was going to be my question was right. how do you stop yourself from being consistently booed? And you have to spend all this money on Kit Kats because you keep getting booed and now you're just like filtering all of your Kit Kat wealth into your community. <laughs> well, one person gets a kit and the other person gets a cat. We're going to have to just break these off and start passing them out. Break me off a piece. That Kit Kat bar. Whatever it was. It was, yeah. It was something like that. It was like a little bit of a swirly. With a and then, flap. Yeah. And then I feel like there was a snap somewhere. Like a, some kind of snap Yeah, there like was that. like a, like a. That like Kit Kat. We're doing the hand game. Is that what hip? they're called? There's a hip. I don't know. I never knew it. No one played with me. Alicia reveals that she's never actually played. She's only watched from afar. I've only watched from afar. From the bushes. One day, maybe. So the reasons I think that this is really pandemic friendly, Mm -hmm. this, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm moving on. This boo situation is when you you actually never see anybody. So you never come in contact with someone. Oh, I love that. Which is the worst part of trick-or-treating. Talking to strangers, yes. Asking for things. Worst part of the census. Worst part of selling Girl Scout cookies. Worst part of trick-or-treating. Talking to strangers. Worst part of trying to start my dog show. Like, it's been awful. (laughs) I had a dog show when I was in elementary school and like people would come back first and only annual one time (laughs) event but it was amazing and I would pass out like little flyers and they had dogs that I had drawn on them oh my god which are like the kind of like the penis looking things where you draw like the little paws that kind of look like boobies yeah yeah it was cute did people show up people showed up who won my grandma and grandparents dog his legacy that was his legacy he won he was the best trained dog he was like a Siberian husky mix holy shit amazing he did so great I was so mad I wanted to win Mm -hmm. with our like golden retriever Mm -hmm. but the golden retriever didn't respect me because I am the child so he didn't behave because he was so excited that there were all these other dogs in our backyard. How many dogs were there? For like eight, maybe. That's a lot of dogs. It was a very successful dog show. Wow. <laughs> I've been a bougie entrepreneur from a young age. All that money we raised donated to the Humane Society. You raised money? It was probably like 30 bucks, but I was very proud. I didn't have 30 bucks. I was like 10. I was a kid. <laughs> the most money I ever got was $25 checks on my birthday from my aunt. And my mom cashed those, and I never saw that again. Oh. <laughs> She was like, she's distracted with the dog show. Yeah, she's She'll like, never know. Da, 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 da. She's like, ah, this bitch has to eat. It all comes back around. <laughs> get her some McDonald's later. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. How adorable. Thank you. I bet everyone loved that. I hope so. I had a great time, except I lost, so I didn't. But I did in theory. Sometimes I have to separate my actual feelings <laughs> from how I want to feel in that yeah. moment. <laughs> Same thing. Trivia last night. We lost. I had a good time, but I wasn't having a good time because I did not like losing. No, yeah. I try not to do competitive things. So 
The worst part of most things is talking to people and then a close second losing is losing. Or not being first. Or not being first. If you're not first, you're last, as, you know, Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights said. My favorite comedy film. (laughs) Anyways, let's talk about Halloween. So so then it's also why I think it's pandemic friendly is you bag everything up and you can date everything. And then those people can then, the people that you've booed, can then hold on to those bagged items for the CDC recommended five days. Mm. So if you're like worried that like something, cookies or whatever, are somehow infected or you're feeling really anxious, you can definitely bag those up and keep everybody safe. And then of course, wine, plastic toys, those can easily be sanitized. So people can just wash stuff when they get it. It's also, I think, great for contact tracing. So say the worst thing happens in the entire world and you come down with Mm COVID-19, you know exactly who those three people are. So provided you're good at making that, hey, I got chlamydia call, then you should go get tested. Then you would be a quality candidate for positive contact tracing. Okay. Other things people are pumped about. Pumpkin patches. Love those. These motherfuckers are one, outside. Love the outdoors. Two, a lot of them are doing by appointment to keep crowds low. Oh, thank God, finally. And then you don't have to do that mad dash like, we have to pick this pumpkin because what if someone comes? The perfect pumpkin. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Three, they're super fucking cute. Did you ever get like dragged out to a pumpkin patch as a kid with an adult looking for the perfect pumpkin and it took like an hour and a half? I think that within 20 minutes, Sean and I would have been whining incessantly. Oh yeah. Do you remember apple picking and that being awful? Okay. But do you have a trauma that you need to share with us? No, just like my mom's ex-fiance would get super like zeroed in almost on these like weird things. And one was finding like the perfect pumpkin the other one was like not walking on the front yard when fresh snow was on it which as a kid you're like that's all i want to do that's all i want to do i want to fuck this shit up he wanted that picturesque like look at this house and like the snow looks perfect blah 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 and i'm like can i just like roll in it i'm a kid i want to make a fort (laughs) yeah so that's just what I remember. But as an adult myself, going to a pumpkin patch has been very delightful. I get a little bit like no one else is going to get you, Mr. Ugly Pumpkin. So I think I should probably get you. That is so kind of you. So I'm kind of like that way with dogs too. Oh, that is very kind of you. That is not me. <laughs> I'm like, you better be fucking cute. This is a cute house. This is a forever Fucking situation. shape up. Yeah. Shape up. <laughs> We're doing crunches. And then the last thing about pumpkin, this is really... Sorry, I'm losing. No, I really... I love it. I love it. This is what I like to do. Thank you. And the last thing about pumpkin patches is that roasted pumpkin seeds are fucking delicious. Mm. So alternatives to scary movies haunted houses people are doing drive-in scary movies drive through haunted houses drive into the woods that's a scary place there's plenty of ways you can isolate yourself from germs randonautica randonautica find a dead body just go it's fine and then here's some approaches to trick-or-treating that i've read online so you can sort of figure out what you feel like your comfort level is One is trunk or treating, which is basically where like everybody lines up their cars and kids take stuff out of people's trunks. You're not going into people's houses and you don't necessarily have to see anybody. Mm -hmm. You can stay in your car and then like a kid will get out and trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. This sounds like a way to have a kid accidentally get run over. None of the cars are moving. But I would assume that they are on because it would be October and it's a little chillier in most places. Yeah, so the adult driving should not be drinking and then accidentally put it into a 
reverse and kill eight kids. But what else is an adult doing in their car that's stopped for multiple hours if they're not drinking? Listening to our podcast. <laughs> eating some... Wholesome things. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Eating Twizzlers. Yeah. Also, other people are doing candy cups. So instead of grabbing from a communal bowl, placing individual cups on a table. So it's kind of like a, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit situation. You take the cup. Inside the cup is candy. Mm, okay. People are doing egg hunts. So provided kids aren't like bumping into each other and fighting for plastic eggs filled with candy, keeping the treats contained could help stop the spread. Would that be in an egg or would it be like in something else plasticky that opens but not an egg? It doesn't have to be an egg. I was just didn't know if they made pumpkins yet, like plastic little that pumpkins. That is such a good idea. It is. TM. Let's TM, TM. <laughs> Tiny plastic pumpkins. Tiny plastic Tiny pumpkins. Plastic ghosts. Where you can put little treats They're in it. They're glow in the dark. You can put you $20 it in it. Yes. Quarters. Fucking write this down, dude. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, this does not leave this episode. No. If we find out you motherfuckers <laughs> took our idea, we will find you. We will find you. You all follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Some of you are in the Facebook group like, we can trace you. And then also, so there's last one. <laughs> there's sort of this canty Santa-esque character. Okay. So basically all the parents chip in cash to this fund for a candy stash of a single person who dresses up as some kind of spooky candy creature and delivers candy to every child's doorstep on Halloween. That is the drunk adult who was sitting in the car. <laughs> and he's, oh, God. But basically... Did it say what kind of character they dressed no, up as? No, it was just like people were like, these are ideas that people have come up with. Okay. And I don't this think... This is where we're at right now. This is... No bad ideas. <laughs> All posy. Yeah. We are a solutions-based. No bad ideas in brainstorming. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but basically, so there's, here's a bunch of ideas, but I really encourage you to check to see if your local government has any kind of expectations for Halloween, because a lot of them are like planning stuff, because like the best way to control this situation is to get ahead of it mm -hmm. and set up things so people don't like have 20, 30 different events going on and not all of them are safe. So yeah. I'm pretty excited for this Halloween, because I think it's going to be really different yeah and I think that I'm excited to find sort of how we were talking about like the ways that this affects like Halloween's in the future mm -hmm. because sort of how we talked about on the costume episode everything has to like come together sort of perfectly in order for like these big things that we think are just like natural to happen does that make sense yeah so it'll be like 20 like years the from pumpkin now. plastic pumpkins that we've trademarked on this episode yes can only happen because of COVID. Right, exactly. Poof. Brain blast. Brain blast. Galaxy brain. Pew, pew. Amazing. Shooting stars. Oh, it just keeps going. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And people get very inventive and innovative. And it will be cool to see if it's going to be like that little Swedish Halloween that they had yeah. going on. Mm -hmm. Fucking dropping candy through like an Easter basket out the window and stuff like that. Or like old school, I guess, drug deals. <laughs> <laughs> throw it out the window oh my god <laughs> but it would be so interesting to see like how it ends up and you should just beat up anyone that says halloween isn't happening yeah anyone who happening. says halloween is canceled is like wrong and they suck yeah they don't actually know what halloween's about yeah it's about the devil you can't just cancel the devil <laughs> If, he's everywhere as that tweet says people that are canceled are not given a platform to speak <laughs> and the devil he's all over the fucking place these days <laughs> he's everywhere this has been faults of the obscure bye good bye